Okay, what's up? What's good? How you doing, everybody? How y'all feeling out there? Y'all now tuned into another episode of ZTV Presents The Ratchet Hour featuring your boy, Alizé Rachamel. And today is a very, very special day because it is my 10th episode. Woo! And I didn't think I was going to make it to 10. I didn't even think I was going to make it after 1. And today we're going to get into a lot of stuff. If you guys are new to my podcast, I talk about hip-hop news, music news, politics, reality TV, everything, movies, all of that. And today is going to be no different than any other day. And today I have a special guest with me. She is my friend. She is my sister. She is a young creative. She is a college student, a college graduate. College graduate. College graduate. (laughs) And today I have with me today my friend Sophie. Hello. I'm Sophia Martinez. And my Instagram is chill fam relax i'm dead you're so annoying and now that's really my instagram no i changed it recently that's why i had to pause all right <laughs> yeah. so because she changes her instagram all day but we're gonna get into some things today mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk about it okay we're gonna talk about everything that's going on all right so this weekend or this weekend ish the soul train awards aired and it was no different than any other um bt award special and i feel like <laughs> The Soul Trains Awards this year, they um they did a tribute to Jimmy Jam. They did um they had a lot of R and B artists there, like Summer Walker, Ari Lennox, Queen Naja performed as well. Mm-hmm. Some of the big performances that I liked over the night that I really enjoyed, I enjoyed K Michelle, her little um remix of um Can You Stand the Rain? It's called mm-hmm. Rain. She did a great job. Mm-hmm. K Michelle, she doesn't really get a lot of credit because you know She's she fine. does all the craziness, but her voice is unique and mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the performance. Then we also had um, Wale and Jeremiah. They performed on Chill. Yeah, I seen that one. That was amazing. Then we have um, Queen Naja. She did her new single, Good Morning Text, because her album is about to come out. Mm-hmm. And basically, that was all of the great performances of the night. Then um, we had some weird moments, like Summer Walker, when she <laughs> it went viral. She won her award, wow. and she gave a two-second speech. And she basically was like, I'm out, peace, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. And it went viral. Even her red carpet picture of her standing like she's in the military went viral. And I don't know how you feel about her, but I'm just over this girl at the moment. I, Summer, I, I understand Summer, but I feel like it's also half and half like this. If you signed up to be famous, you know what I mean? You wanted people to hear your music and you got this good of this much of an outcry you have to whoever's training you is not training you right and if you're not used to this stuff you have to get used to it all right we're gonna talk about her weird self later a little more later we're gonna get more in depth with her but one of the big things was a lot of big winners from the show was summer walker did win an award for Mm -hmm. best r&b album i mean no r&b star something like that and then Mm -hmm. um Little Nas X won the Soul Train Award. Right. And Lizzo won the biggest award of the night for her album. Mm-hmm. And one of my problems that I had with them winning the award was they weren't there. Like, Lizzo and Little Nas X wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And I take offense with that because to be a black artist, I feel like you should support the black um award shows and our black spaces and that's one of my problems i have with little Nas x and lizzo i don't feel like they support black spaces and black art mm-hmm. even though you are the two biggest black artists on the planet this year in 2019 yeah i feel like they should have been at the soul train awards because this year um this week 
yesterday they also aired the American Music Awards mm-hmm. and that's a predominantly white award show yeah and they had Little Nas X and Lizzo both in attendance yeah um if I'm not mistaken, Lizzo performed. Little mm-hmm. Nas, I don't think he performed. But my thing is, they both won awards. They both was there. Why couldn't you guys be there for the black awards and in the black spaces? Mm-hmm. And I feel like as black people in the community, we got to stop supporting people who don't support our spaces. Yep. Like, we help build you. We are some of your core fan bases. Why are you not at our awards? Mm-hmm. Another black artist that was there, for example, was Tony Braxton. And one thing about Tony Braxton is that she was they honored her at the American Music Awards mm-hmm. but she always shows up to the whether it's the, the Grammys, Grammys the yep, she shows up to everything yeah she's she supports black spaces mm-hmm. and that's my issue with Little Nas X and Liz, um, Lizzo they're not supporting black spaces mm-hmm. and after that happened um, basically Ari Lennox an artist that's a, a genuine black R&B artist she was um, at the awards show mm-hmm and what happened to her was she was snubbed for um her award. She was snubbed by Lizzo for the um the award for best album, best R and B album. Because she made a soul album. Yeah. She made a soul album at the Soul Train Awards. And I feel like she I mean she made a soul album and I feel like she should have got rewarded for her soul album at the Soul Train Awards because mm-hmm. it's true to what the awards are. Mm-hmm. And why not award somebody Who's coming to the shows? She performed at the BET Awards. That's the same network as the Social Network. Yeah. She's doing the things, and she her, her album is a genuine R&B soul album. Lizzo album to me is more it's pop. pop. It's it's pop. And it's not fair to other people. Like Lizzo is a hybrid artist. She's R&B. She's hip hop. Mm-hmm. She's rap. Whatever they put her in any box. Yeah. And that's not fair to artists who are in a specific, specific box. Yeah. And they are really doing their thing. Yeah. And that's it. I think that's the main thing that a lot of people are reaching out for is versatility rather than specifics in terms of like how artists are being marketed and like Lizzo. She does pop. She plays the flute. She like dances. She does this. She does that. Where is the I wouldn't say where's the loyalty, but you have so much mixed in one. Where is your direction? You know what I mean? And all I'm saying is that uh, fans were saying like Ari Lennox, she's a sore loser. She's um, she's being a crybaby, but no, she's not. She's not. She's she not. deserves this. She deserves. She deserved that award. She deserved that award because it was a soul album. And like, she showed up. It was an R&B album. A like, part of receiving the award is showing up. Yeah. Like, she showed up to the place. Why not give the girl the award? Like, nope, they not going to do that. They I feel not. like that was a slap in her face and her craft. Like, But she is nominated for a Grammy with Dreamville this year. So, I'm, I love that. And Shout out to Dreamville. And hopefully she gets her Grammy and she gives the speech that she got that she wanted to give at the Soul Train Music Awards. Soul Train, shame on you. Lizzo and Lil Nas X, shame on y'all, yes, okay? Yes, yes. So we're going to move on to another segment of my show, which I like to call Reality Bites, which is where we break down reality shows. We talk about things that's going on okay. in reality shows and in pop culture. So. Mm-hmm. First thing that we have going on is Monique Samuels. Mm-hmm. She's a real housewife of Potomac. She dragged Candace Dillard, which is her co-star. Them two, they used to be really, really close friends. Okay. And they were best friends at once. But last season, they started beefing again because, in my eyes, Monique started friending up Ashley, who was a common enemy of both of them. Mm-hmm. And basically, Candace got... Candace, Candace only had beef with Ashley because she got involved to defend Monique. Okay. And basically, 
in her new friendship, she threw Candace under the bus. <gasps> she showed Ashley the text messages between the two, <gasps> stuff like that. And then mm. when Candace confronted her, she started calling Candace a little girl, saying that Candace needs to grow up and things like that. And now they got into a physical altercation in this new season that they're filming now. It didn't air mm-hmm, yet. Mm-hmm. They got into a physical altercation and Candace is now pressing charges against Monique and a lot of the cast members are siding with Candace saying that Monique is always being violent. She gets mad and stuff get escalated real quick and now they are saying that no one else wants to film with um, Monique. So, do you feel like the cast members are right for not wanting to film with Monique? Do you feel like Monique took it too far putting her hands on Candace? I think just in general, when you, when you, when you feel like putting your hands on somebody, something has gone too far. Like, yeah. something has definitely gone too far. Not only that, it's like, where was your loyalty in the first place? If you befriended somebody that's not your friend and y'all not coming to a common ground, like, what's the point of the friendship? I never felt like in a friendship that I had to put my hands on a friend. That's what I'm saying. And my thing is that I do feel like Monique is wrong in this case because it should be no reason that you hit her, put hands on her no matter what she says. Because at the end of the day, you guys are on a reality show. You guys are going to argue. They're going to force you to argue. They're going to make up stuff for you guys to argue Mm -hmm. on a reality TV show. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like Monique was wrong in the situation and that... um, Don't put your hands on nobody, sis. It's not worth it. I feel like like the cast icing her out and trying not to film with her Mm -hmm. is a consequence that she's going to have to deal with. And I feel like... Mm. She shouldn't be on the show if, if anytime you get mad, you're going to want to put your hands on somebody. Yeah. And based on last season, she did kind of turn on Candace because nothing would ever promote me showing my friends text messages. Like, yeah. that's weird. That's like, crazy. Especially to somebody you're not even friends with or somebody that you don't even like like that. Yeah. I find it kind of be to kind of be weird. Yeah. And that's it on that. We're going to move on to the next <laughs> show that we're going to talk about. Caesar of Black Ink fires Miss Kitty because Kitty was accused by Sky's broke ass. For sleeping with Black Ink Chicago's Sky, body. come on, yo. Yeah, she brought it out at the dinner table. And basically, Caesar fired her later on that night, the next night. Yo. And Kitty said that she's getting her lawyers involved for wrongful term, um, termination. And I kind of agree with Kitty. Like, she did nothing to get fired. Like, who you sleep with is nothing that your boss should be concerned with. Isn't... Is he still dating Kitty? They're not dating no more, but you could tell, like, there's still, like, a connection there. They yeah. might be still smashing. But still, like, it's Ryan. I love Ryan. And like, I feel like... That's, <laughs> Ryan's mad cute. And like. I feel like that's why Caesar's mad. I feel like <laughs> Caesar's mad because in this situation, uh-huh. he's the booger. And, like... Yeah. Everybody wants Ryan. I like, feel like, Ryan's fine. Like, and probably Sky's tight, but she got a man, don't she? Something now. like that. Oh. But... Still mad. I feel like I Sky's Sky, being messy, and instead of messy. bringing up the situation, she needs to pay these hairstylists and these makeup artists that's running around on YouTube saying <gasps> yeah. that she's not paying them. That's what she needs to be worried about Ooh. instead of Miss Kitty. But I like Miss Kitty, and I hope she keeps her job because she's one of she yeah, classes like up the show. Yeah, like I the like show her. is really like ghetto. She cleans it up. She cleans it up. Yeah. She saves it. Yeah. All right. Next, we're gonna get into Mr. Ray from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood got slapped by A1 who's the husband of Lyrica, because Zell Swag was being messy and said Ray, um, said that Ray One's son, A One son, might not be his son because Lyrica was cheating. And I feel like... No. The big discussion that came for it was, should a straight man hit a gay man? And my thing is... That, 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 that was the big issue from it. And then they were saying... 
My thing is, I do have issue with A1 slapping Mr. Ray. Not because he's gay, because yeah. I feel like at the end of the day, if you're a gay person or like, and and you say something that will, that could get you smacked yeah. by another man, you should be prepared for that and you yeah. shouldn't be running your mouth. Yeah. My problem is A1 slapping Mr. Ray because of hearsay. one, yeah. you slap him because of hearsay and Zell has been proven to be messy in the past. Two, you so quick to, you smack this man, you sneak, like he sneaked him. Oh. Two, three, you so quick to smack him, Damn, someone whose personality has been, he's not a fighter. But you didn't smack Ray J. You didn't smack um Rockstar. You didn't smack Safari for sleeping with your wife. But you're going to smack um Mr. Ray. I just felt like you, he picked and chose his battles, and it wasn't a cool thing. He's, a, he's weird. A1 yeah, A1 is, is weird. very weird. A1... You know what? You're a weirdo. You You're a weirdo, bro. You're a weirdo. Don't be smacking people. And I understand that's your child, but your those, wife was trifling. Yeah, like not even that, but I just feel like I feel like the moment you, the moment a person is based off of telling lies based on something else, yeah. like it, it makes no sense. Like at least prove it before anything. I feel you. You know, but. That's it. That's all for this week's Reality Bites. Okay. We're going to get into some more salacious stuff. This is my next topic called Beef in the Streets, okay? It's Mm. not called Beef in the Streets. Mm -hmm. It's not Beef in the Sheets. It's (laughs) Beef in the Streets. That is S-K-R-E-E-T-Z. We're ratchet. Right. But our first beef that we're going to discuss is Azalea Banks versus Lizzo, or as she likes to call her, Fat Lizzo. And basically... This all started because Azalea Banks went on live and she dragged she dragged Rihanna. So it's not only Lizzo. She dragged Rihanna. She's basically saying like, oh, Rihanna, everybody Rihanna tried to start with, they're all winning and Rihanna looks a mess. <laughs> so basically, um, after that, she started to talk about Lizzo and how Lizzo is basically out here trying to say it's body positivity, but she's out here showing her fat ass and people don't want to see it and she's just throwing her te- her body in people's face mm-hmm. and how Lizzo is stealing Cupcake's um style Cupcake is another rapper and yeah. Cupcake always promoted body positivity she never yeah. changed her body mm-hmm. she wears what she want to wear she's saying Lizzo is stealing her style Lizzo wants to be like Cupcake and Lizzo needs to give up this female rap shit because she's not a rapper she basically said Lizzo needs to continue playing that flute and giving her some Stevie Wonder shit <laughs> <laughs> I love that line and then she basically said that She's embarrassing black women and misrepresenting black women mm-hmm. and using her fatness as a gimmick. Mm-hmm. And as much as people hate Azalea Banks, she makes valid points in everything she does. I feel like right. she's wrong with how she delivers Delivered it, it yeah. but she's making valid points. I do feel like Cupcake, I mean, not Cupcake, Lizzo goes on the verge of stealing Cupcake style a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Lizzo is using her fatness as a gimmick. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like every time she comes on a TV set or show a video is like I'm fat I'm the fat one but she is talented and I feel like she lets like she keeps it's like a sympathy thing almost kind yeah, of with Lizzo yeah. and I feel like instead of showing her talent she keeps like putting hey I'm big like I'm I'm big and I'm beautiful you are big and beautiful but you don't need to walk in a room and every time and say you're big Yeah. like Adele she lets her talent speak for herself Yeah. even Megan Trainor talent speaks for herself Kelly Price talent spoke for yeah. herself Yeah. you don't have to keep I'm big I'm big I'm big like we know i'm over it like we're in 2019 and it's like the gimmick thing is so corny because i even get the sense of that from little nas x like Mm. i'm gay 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 me gay me (laughs) like 
it's artists out here that we speculated was gay for years and we still love them because of their talent. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like the Lizzo thing, he doesn't do it as much as Lizzo. Like, he doesn't, like, throw his sexuality around as much as she throw her weight. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when Lizzo is getting tired and I don't feel like Azalea Banks was right for necessarily coming at her this way, but I feel like it's true. What yeah. can we do about her telling the truth? Yeah. Like, uh, people like to crucify Zoya Banks for telling the truth. We, we all were thinking it. She mm-hmm. just said it. <laughs> and if we're going to rate this beef, I'm going to give, like, the W to Zoya Banks because she brought a valid point. Yep. But I just don't like how she delivered it, in a way. Mm. Yeah. Because Joe know. Budden does it all the time. And nobody, he don't get no scrutiny. Nobody crucified Joe Budden. He don't get Budden. no scrutiny. No scrutiny at all. Sidebar, I see you fat fucking Lizzo. I see what you're trying to fucking do. You stole cupcake swag, bitch. And now you all out here talking about I'm female rapper. You ain't no fucking female rapper, bitch. You don't got enough fucking sex appeal to be no fucking female rapper. Don't let Craig Kalman gas you, Lizzo. You still fucking a fat, boring. You still a fat, boring hipster rapper, bitch. You're not fucking with cupcake. You're not eating cupcake. And I'm sorry, I know that's really why. That's really the reason why cupcake feeling like she wanna quit. Because she see her all her fucking magic being fucking torn to fucking shreds by Fat Lizzo. I hate you, Fat Lizzo. I fucking hate you, girl. I hate you for coming out with that floss up your fucking fat ass and really trying to steal from the fucking black girl's cupcake. Because I know the fucking white gays got in your head and was like, yeah, steal cupcakes thing. And now you out here just riding on this black bitch's fucking energy trying to act like body positivity, you fat hoe. No, the public really needs to get into Cupcake and leave this fucking whack fat bitch Lizzo aside. Like, so what if she's fucking fat? Body positivity, my ass, bitch. If you don't go play that flute and make me some Stevie Wonder shit and leave this female rap shit alone because, bitch, you don't have no... But we're going to get into our next beef, which is Wendy Williams versus Nicki Minaj. And this beef has been going on for a long time. We spoke about it on my last show. Wendy is basically has sour grapes against Nicki because Nicki didn't come on her show. And she kept dissing Nikki, throwing shots, what? and she like, started. Th- she, let me explain. Yeah. She started throwing <laughs> yeah. shots at Nikki's husband, and trying bringing up his past charges and stuff like that. And Nikki was tired of it, and she shot back. She did an episode of Queen Radio about Wendy, mm-hmm. talked about how Wendy's husband is also a criminal, and Wendy needs to be worried about her husband doing stuff like that. And basically. This week on the Wendy Williams show, she spoke about a beef between Nikki and Cash that I'm going to speak about later in the show. And yeah. she basically called Nikki a washed up rapper. And my thing is, Nikki's not a washed up rapper because she just got number one on the Latin Billboard charts. She's the only female artist to have a hit on each chart, each Billboard chart. Mm-hmm. She has a number one hit. And my thing is, Wendy, if anything, you're if she's a washed up rapper, you're a washed up talk host. Like a talk yeah. host, a radio host. You're a washed up personality because... Your show is doing good in ratings, but it isn't as high as it was in previous seasons. Mm-hmm. So you can't come and try to diss another person because at the end of the day, music isn't selling the same. People aren't buying music the same way and stuff is just different now. Yeah. And my thing is, Wendy is just picking, nitpicking against this woman and it's so whack. I don't like to see black she's women always, tear each other down. She's always done that though. Even when she was in radio. Yeah, I never feel was, like she lifts black women she up. She never like, and that's, that's what annoys me the most about Wendy. Like, I get it. You're doing, you know, your show and you feel like you're hot and stuff like that. I get it, but... Wendy, get it together. Focus on your own life because I remember last time I checked, it was in shambles. Shambles, oh. child. Shambles, child. Stop. 
Stop commenting on other people's lifestyles. And if I'm going to give a winner of this beef, I'm going to give it to Nicki Minaj. Nicki, because yep. at the end of the day, she didn't respond back to Wendy's comment. And I don't think everything warrants a response. And mm-hmm. Wendy, you're looking bitter. You're looking sour. Mm-hmm. And you're looking sad. You need to get it together. And that's it on that for this week's Beef in the Streets. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to talk about our next segment, which is New Music Mondays. We just talk about a lot of new, new music that's out. We let the people know what's in the streets. And what I'm listening to right now out of all the new music is YNW Melly Project, Melly versus Melvin. Right. And I'm enjoying his one of the songs up there called Bang Bang, which is a feature of Ashanti and Nelly and Akon's Body On Me. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy YNW Melly because a lot of people always ask me, why do you listen to him? He's a murderer, this and the third. I don't know what's going on in his life. <laughs> I was introduced to him before that came out, and I feel like... He's a new type of rapper that I feel like I like. He reminds me a lot of Lil Wayne when Lil Wayne first came out sonically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I enjoy that about him. Yeah, yeah. I I just feel like he's debatable. Like, I don't love him, but I don't hate him. Yeah. And it's, it's so, it feels so conflicting. <laughs> but the music is boppable. Like, yeah. Yeah. He I has, like- he's talented. And I'm just like, how can we? That's the debate of like how can we separate life from the actual artist, you know? Oh, uh, I, I agree with that, but I ain't separating <laughs> nothing. R. Kelly did. R. Kelly is. Still, oh, R. Kelly, no. Yeah, he's still canceled. He's canceled. All right, so then we have um, Trippy Red released his um, album, A Love Letter for You, and I didn't get to listen to it yet, but I love his song Topanga, and he kind of surprises me sometimes. He's not the best rapper, it's but bad. I don't like Trippy Red. You don't like Trippy Red? I don't like him that much. He. I like Topanga though. That's my song. I listen to the Topanga. I'll take a listen. Just you yeah, know, I'm gonna just listen for you. to it just, just for to hear you. it out. Like, yeah. But Topanga is my jam by Trippy Red. Okay. But we're gonna get into another new songs that we have out is Tanache released her album song for you, which is under her new deal at where's she at? Is she at Def Jam now? I isn't this a, I think she's independent. No. No, she's not independent? She left. It's speculated that she was with Def Jam. I thought she was doing her own independent project. No, she left. I don't know. She she does it with her um her engineer. She she recorded her own records with her own engineer, her own producer that she has. But so I that's, believe that's probably the independent point. I believe she's in Def Jam now. She signed to Def Jam. She left Columbia Records, and oh. I love the song "Die a Little Bit" with um Miss Banks. I really love the song. Yeah. Um, it says goes independent. She's making yeah. Yeah, but now she signed to Def Jam. I seen it on Twitter. Oh, on her Twitter. Okay. But I enjoyed. Congrats. I enjoyed um. Die a little bit. I love the song with Jeezy. The album is called Songs for You, and I feel like they found the old Tanashi. Okay, may yeah. the real Tanashi please stand up, and she is standing up. And I like the new songs. I like the new music, mm-hmm. and I li- I even love the artwork cover. And I feel like no shade. She's back to being black. I don't know <laughs> what was going on with you, Tanashi. <laughs> what in the Britney Spears was going on with you? But I love that you're back and you're being your true self. And this is reminding me of mixtape days, Tanashi. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Okay. I'm here for it too. I love the album cover. Yep. And next we're gonna get into Party Next Door. It's finally coming out of his hole that he was in. Yeah. And he has released two singles. One of the singles being Loyal featuring Drake. And I like it. I need to take a listen. I, listen, I've been out of touch with music lately. He even announced that he's releasing his album, his long-awaited album in January. <laughs> And yeah, I'm ready for it. I'm, I'm ready, ready for Party Next Door. I don't know where you've been hiding in 2019, but 2020 might be your year. I'm ready. 
Then we have Summer Walker released a song featuring Drake and her boo London on a track called Something Real. Mm -hmm. And it's actually really, really good. She's getting out of her comfort zone. She's singing like Chris Brown. And it's just a vibe for Summer. It's something new. Yay. I'm proud of Summer, honestly. I'm proud of her in this I'm aspect. I'm proud of I'm proud of her because it's like it's like remember she was getting all of that, all of that, and she's now she's letting her her talent speak for herself, for itself. Sorry. Sure. Yeah, but <laughs> sure, that's, I know that's what all you I'm mean. Is but sure. Just keep making the music. All right, so just now keep, we're gonna keep going. Somewhere. We're gonna get into my best portion of my show that everybody loves this portion is called you won't believe this and this is when we just talk about a lot of the stuff that's going on in hip-hop and we're gonna break it down for you guys we're gonna let you guys know about everything that's going on and we're gonna start off with our girl megan the stallion so it looks like she's officially done with money bag yo she released a freestyle and all Mm-hmm. Talk about dudes are really not players. She doesn't have no ring on her finger, so she's single. Yep. And she was spotted out flirting with Trey's songs. They were looking real cozy in the club. Very cute. And Megan claiming that the two have they Megan claimed that the two have not to have sex yet. They didn't have sex yet. And I just feel like she only Why said that because people need to know this. Because fans kept asking her, like saying he smashed, because you know Trey Songs is known for having sex. But he's never said nothing. No, but Megan wanted to clear it up. Okay. And I feel like as a female rapper, sometimes you do have to clear it up because yeah, people over sexualize you. You're right. And I'm glad that she's done with Money Bag Yo because he's still dealing with his baby mamas. Mm-mm. He's out here running amok and I just feel like Megan, she doesn't need a relationship right now. She needs to just play the field. Don't be an industry thought, though, but just play the field, have fun. And then I feel like with the whole Hunter Trey Songs thing, she needs to kind of distance herself from Trey Songs. Trey like, songs yeah. I like Trey Songs, but I feel like he's using Megan to be relevant because I'm, I feel like he I haven't made, heard from him, yeah. I feel like he made sure it got filmed that him and Megan was like being cozy. It was his party and stuff like that. So, mm. Meg. Distance yourself from Trey songs just a little bit. He but Trey though, it's Trey. I it's Trey. It's not Trey songs from two thousand and nine. This is Trey songs two thousand. This ain't this ain't I need a girl Trey songs. Is that this, this ain't yeah. This okay. ain't I can't help but wait. That is not this Trey song. Okay. All right. So next we have Ray J and Princess, and Princess is saying that she wants a divorce from Ray J. So basically. She took to social Why? media. Let me let you know. She took to social media, telling, letting people know that Ray J left her stranded with her baby in oh. Las Vegas, and he blocked her phone and her um her social media. And it came out that he wanted basically he wanted Princess to move to Las Vegas, uh-huh. and she didn't want to move to Las Vegas. And basically, they had an argument about it, and Ray J disappeared on her. Ray J lied to fans and said that he never left her stranded. He even took a video in the hotel room that they was in. Mm-hmm. But it came out that he had he was going to other hotels and he had another room in the hotel. And basically, he did leave Princess because fans were taking video of him leaving or whatever. Mm-hmm. And times where he said he was still there, he wasn't there. And it was alleged that he went on a sex campaign, a three-day sex campaign, and it with hookers in different what? hotels. And it was saying that Ray... People were saying that allegedly Ray J was doing cocaine and stuff like that. Oh, no. And Princess said she over it. She wants a divorce from him. She's not dealing with this no more. And my thing is that, one, Princess, in my opinion, 
you should have left two seasons ago when he pushed you in that pool. Okay, <laughs> it should no. I love the baby. The baby's her baby's so beautiful. Cute, yeah, but I feel like it shouldn't be no baby because once he pushed you in that pool, girl, that you should have left. Yep. That should have showed you that he was a child. Like what standards? And my thing yep. is, Princess is saying that she's over it. She doesn't want to deal with Ray J no more. And my thing is, you have to respect yourself, Princess. Mm-hmm. You have to know your worth. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. Ray J is just not it for you. And these men need to grow up. And apparently she's bad at choosing them because Floyd Mayweather was trash too to her. Know your work, sis. And do what's right for you and your baby. Like... You don't want to... And, and even in the video he made after, you could tell Ray J was high in the video. Like, eyes red, bloodshot, looking like he no. just snorted a whole line. Princess leave, escape, goodbye. Don't ask for money. I I please she don't got no prenup she better she says she don't want money she says she don't want money but my thing is you don't have no prenup princess I, I know and we don't know what money you make we don't know what know business this. you have I know but the reason why I'm saying this is because a lot of situations like this money can get over on a person and that, that is a way to control no princess people. take this take mother effer for half of everything he's worth Ray J is now a billionaire in the tech field. He's no oh, okay. longer yeah, on. Get your Ray money. Ray. Get your money. <laughs> like, Princess, get your bag. And we're going to move on from that because I don't like to see black families break up. I don't like to see that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, drugs is like a, a big no no for me. And Do at the end of the day, you respect your yourself and don't stay for that bull. Yep. We're going to move on to Nicki Minaj versus Cash Doll. So basically, Cash Doll squashed her beef with Cardisha B. Right. And they were seen in the club. And basically, Card, wait, hold Cash, up, Cardisha B. Cardisha, that's what I call her on my show, Cardisha B. <laughs> Cardisha B. Because she's uh-huh. always acting ratchet, so we're going to name her Cardisha. Cardisha. So basically, they were together, they sparked yeah. their beef because Cash Doll is now dating Cardi's ghostwriter, uh-huh. Partisan, which is Party, they call him Party. She think. They're now dating or whatever. I feel like it's a cute couple because she's tall as hell and he's taller than her. But my thing is that. Now that she squashed her before Cardi B, nah, fans, yeah, they, they both real. Fans yeah. was writing stuff and saying all of these things or whatever. And basically, Nicki Minaj, um, allegedly, Cash Dollar said Nicki Minaj came in her inbox talking crazy and she unfollowed Nicki Minaj. So Cash Dollar said she yeah. unfollowed Nicki Minaj. So then the barbs came along bothering Cash Doll, doing this, that, and the third. And the, the barbs, the barbs, Nicki fans. Yeah. They and basically, Cash Doll went on live. And she's talked about how, um, basically, Nikki was in her inbox talking crazy, so she blocked her ass. Right. And my thing is, Cash Doll, why you even have to say that? Why you even addressing the fans? I feel like because the fans were bothering her. But my thing is, I feel like Cash Doll, you're, you're now putting this in the atmosphere of. Like, people don't need to know this publicly. People don't need to know that you and Nikki beefing. You unfollow her, that could be that. People don't need to know why. People unfollow people every day. And my thing you is, right. I feel like there's an agenda to, like, kind of take Make Nicki Minaj Nikki, down. Yeah. And I feel like it, it, from this agenda goes on from even loving hip-hop, making storylines about her. Wendy Williams trying to be for her. Charlamagne not playing... Uh, in, Charlamagne trying to take her down on The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy not playing her records and telling other DJs to not play her records. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's an agenda or kind of like a conspiracy to bring her down. Because it's even to where Little Nas X couldn't say that Nicki Minaj inspired him. Mm-hmm. It was a girl on a rap game in the interview was trying to get the little girl to say that she wasn't inspired by Nicki Minaj. Like, I feel like there's a thing to take her down. Like, it's a, a plan or a conspiracy. 
and it's weird but it's true like it's so much stuff you can see to say like they want to take her down that's crazy and i feel like her and cash doll need to get over it because cash doll has always shown love to Nicki minaj she's always said that Nicki's one of her influences in the game and they're both two beautiful black women that make great music that's different from each other mm-hmm. and i feel like they they could work together and make some great music eventually in the future i'm pretty sure they can all right so we're gonna move on from that to real and move on from the Nicki hate so we have Monique is now suing Netflix. She is suing them for discrimination against black female comics. She was offered half a million dollars to do a special, while her male counterparts like Eddie Murphy were offered multi-million deals. Even, um, what's this other girl? Amy Schumer was offered a multi-million dollar deal as well. Mm-hmm. And so Monique, so then after that, Wanda Sykes was offered half of what Monique was offered to do the same special. Mm-hmm. And Wanda Sykes, she's the black comedian. Yeah, I know. Comedian. Yeah, I know her. And then, basically, Monique said, why are you guys trying to pay me this less? I've been in the game for years. I sold yeah. out this and that. Yeah. And he was like, oh, it's not about your resume. It's what you're worth in 2019. But yet, she's when been they asked her, yeah. how much did you pay? Why did you pay Amy Schumer this much? They said, she sold out this arena, that arena. But Mo- you just told Monique it wasn't about resumes. And that's her so, resume. Yeah. yeah, that's the resume that yeah. you're saying. Why are you paying this women? And in my opinion, I don't find Amy Schumer funny at all. Mm-hmm. But if you, I think Monique is hilarious. Fat Monique, skinny Monique, new Monique. Because even in that Christmas movie she had out last year, she was funny as hell. Yeah. And I feel like once you're funny, it doesn't go away. You still have it in you. Yeah. I do feel like Fat Monique was funnier, but I feel like she could still bring what she brings there to the table. To, yeah. to the table. And I feel like basically, um. What I wanted to say is that I feel like Monique is going to win this lawsuit. I feel like she has a case. Yeah. Even Wanda Sykes was agreeing with what Monique said. And I feel like Netflix is going to have to pay up. It's going to be a quiet settlement. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to be she's going to get her money and do that special. And they're going to pay her what she deserves. Like, pay the lady. You're paying these people. And I feel like if you don't want these people to start going through what you're paying white artists against black artists. Mm-hmm. Or what you're paying females against males. They don't want people in them records. So I feel like they're going to pay Monique. And I feel like you should have just paid her from the get-go. They should have. And now this lady's out here. She's going to make it a bigger issue than what it could have really been. Yep. So that's that on that. I feel like Monique deserves her money. and She deserves her money. And she deserves, she deserves the f- not to settle. Like, she just deserves it. Get them from what they were. Facts. Get all of it. Next, we have Amarion finally breaking his silence on Fizz and April's relationship. Yeah. He sat down with Vlad TV. <laughs> he did an interview with Vlad TV. And he seemed bothered by... He seemed unbothered by April's and Fizz's relationship. Mm-hmm. He didn't really seem like he cared. Like, even in his facial expression, you could tell he didn't care. I feel like in, in his like in his expression, he just looked at peace with everything. Yeah, like, and he said that he don't feel no way about their relationship. Yeah. And if that they are happy and, and truly happy in this relationship, that they should keep his name out of the narrative. And yep. they should just do them. Yep. And my thoughts on that is that basically Amarion he's unbothered and that he needs to separate himself from um B2K because I feel like the group doesn't have his best interests in mind they just need Amarion around because he's the he's head the of star the he's the star yep. he sings more of the vocals mm-hmm. and my thing is that I feel like he just needs to separate himself from the group because they're toxic to his life toxic to his happiness and I feel like Amarion is an artist on his own. He doesn't need them. They need Amarion. And he's been and, making hits. And I feel like he needs to just go on tour by himself, do post to be, do touch, yep. perform icebox, and with dance all his, the Tims. Yup, and dance <laughs> his way around the stage. Like, yep. <laughs> and I feel like 
he knows that this relationship between Fizz and April is a storyline. Like, yeah. Fizz has been dating every girl on the show just to get a storyline. And it just so happened that this one hit and sticks like grits. She was also, he, she said, so, April was also saying something about how she, how Omarion only pays $700 in um, child support when he has custody of the child. Mind you, I feel like he shouldn't pay nothing if he have custody of the kids. Exactly. The kids is always with him. And one thing about Omarion and April kids, every time they're on social media, they look well kept. Yep. They look well put together. He always takes care of his kids. He's a, a father. From what we see, he's a father all the time. And mm-hmm. she even says he's a great dad. My thing is that, April, what do you want from this man? He doesn't owe you nothing. I don't know what kind of hurt she went through. Me either, but I feel like everything his mom said about April is coming out to be true. She is looking mm. very scandalous. She is looking like to be a hoe. She's mothers, dating his band member. And mothers always know. Mothers always know. Yep. All right. So next we have a little speed round of um, You Won't Believe This is Dr. Dre saying that it's hard to find good hip hop and um, this climate of music. He's right. I agree. I don't feel like it's hard to find good hip hop. I feel like you're not gonna find the hip hop of the past where there was a lot of substance in music. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like hip hop is so selective now. Yeah. You, it's not just one female, one female or two guys out now like how mm-hmm. it used to be. I feel like it's so selective to where you could just pinch and penny pick like mm-hmm. artists. Like you could just find an uh, artist. Like it's so many subgenres of hip hop now. Yeah, but like nobody's really nobody's really distinguishing that. Like yeah, we have the genres. We'll talk about what type it is, but nobody actually has it on Spotify or title to talk about the types of hip hop that's out there, you know? Yeah. Like we got R and B and alternative R and B now. I hate alternative I hate that R and B like <laughs> All right, let's get into the next topic. This is gonna talk about it. Okay. So Joe Budden says that Uh Janae Aiko, he basically took a shot at her music and said that she makes the same kind of music all the time, every time. And I agree with Joe. Right. He's right. She makes this R&B music that's so sleepy, so tired, and I hate it. Like I hate her. I know the studio is cold. I like to keep it like that. Uh But she makes this tired ass lullaby R&B music all the time and i feel like she only switched it up and posted the beat and that was years ago like i was here for it with the worst because that was like her first big song but ever since then it's just the sleepy arm yeah but that's she's like she's like the first wave of that though like yeah, not but, recently but switch it up girl because apparently that, it's not working for you i don't know like triggered was a hit to like me but it, it didn't go where it needs to go yeah people are tired of making the same music and i feel like her vocals, like, she could sing, but it's, like, I feel like she gets a pass because she's light-skinned and cute. Yeah. She's not as, I don't want to say she's not as, she's not as vocally there as other artists that are out there, but she is pretty. And I feel like she's resting on pretty, and she needs to, I feel, she needs to boost it up. I feel like she's a good lyricist. Yeah. I think, she, yeah, her words really, pretty. yeah, she, her words really come out well, but I just. She should have been a rapper. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something. I need vocals. I need <laughs> to hear you. Them, vo- them words you're saying is pretty Dang. together, but I need to hear you hit them notes. Yep. But next we have Tay K was indicted for capital murder over the second charge. The second murder charge. And I just feel like the Tay K thing is dragging. And it sucks because his career was taken over. But I feel like you shouldn't be out here killing nobody. And he's getting charged as an adult, which I feel like he should because... I don't... It was just trifling of what he did. Made a song about it. Had the boy picture of the boy he murdered in the video. And I just feel like he yeah. needs to go down. I don't feel like he should get um 
lethal injection or kill, but I feel like he should spend life in jail. I I I seen his tweets on um, Twitter. Twitter. I seen his tweets and he was talking about how the media is is portraying him to be something that he's not. I feel like you should already know that. You live in the South. You're a black boy. You should already know that once you do anything, they're going to drag when you. It. When you're six, when, what? He was like 16, 15, 16? 15. Yeah, 15 years old. You don't really, they don't really understand that. And at 15, I wasn't out here murdering nobody either. So you can't be easy on him. At 15, yeah. I was probably somewhere playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. Or like just chilling. I don't know. I have a soft spot for taking only because like he's so young. God and he, he's... He was trying, you know, to do better. But if you really look at his family history, all I'm gonna say is God. Like that. God bless TK. God bless his family, and yeah. we are moving on. And speaking of God, <laughs> we have to talk about Kanye West performing at the prison. Speaking of prison and God, look how Please, look how I that really is. Wanna. But my thing is that I spoke last week about Kanye West's album and how I didn't like it, and it still went number one, and it still sold well. And I'm just gonna say, have to say. I stand by what I said. I do not like the album. And I feel like it went number one because people were intrigued by what was what, what that album would sound like. Yeah. And I feel like that people just wanted to know. That's why people bought it and streamed it. Kanye's but smart. That's that's what I have to say. I'm going to say I like that he performed at a prison. And I'm going to say not a lot of artists would sit there and go spend their time and go do a little concert at a prison. You ain't you ain't see nobody else do it. I don't, I don't want to speak on other rappers' names. But there's other rappers that's at... Kanye West level that only do things for money and I feel like oh, I, feel I know like, who you talking about but I'm not gonna say <laughs> their name but I feel like yeah. Kanye West did that out of his heart and I feel like it was a good thing of, of him to do and I'm gonna say something positive for once about Kanye and I feel like he's really into this religion right now and I'm I'm here for it God bless you. That's a trick. And may you get Let your mind tell you together. Why. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that's a trick. I disagree with you. I like the album. Old Kanye's back with a Christian twist. He's running for president in 2024. No, he's not. He said this. He's trolling you people, and you people are falling for it. I feel like he's saying. I feel I'm so serious at this point. Kanye is trolling you people, and he's not. If he bought how many acres of land at this point? He is trolling you guys. Kanye wouldn't even make it through the primary. I don't know. I don't know if he's Democratic or Republican. By the way, the world's going. If Trump is president right now. And Kanye West is not making it past the primary. Okay. I don't care if he's a Democrat or a Republican. All right. What's the Republicans wouldn't even vote for him because he's black. What's and two, the Democrats don't got time. Today is but November twenty fifth. He is also wealthy. Okay. God bless. We're gonna move on. <laughs> God bless. West. We all. So basically, the Grammys announced that their nominations and who was nominated. And basically, for best rap album, we have Meek Mill's Championships, Twenty One Savage. I am, I was, YBN Corday, our boy, Lost Boy, his album Lost Boy. Then we have Tyler the Creator with Igor, and then Dreamville, Revenge of the Dreamers. Woo! So that's for best rap album. Who do you think gonna win? It might be Igor. See, I like Meek Mill's championships. It might be Igor. But I'm gonna give it to YBN Corday. And you know why I say this? I talked about his album in my first episode. Okay. And I listened to it. I sat down. I wanted to see what the hype about. This boy is real rap. He's yes. not mumble rapping. He is lyrical. He kept up with J. Cole. Yep. And I feel like he's really talented. And what I enjoyed was when they announced... I'm getting chills right now talking about his music. Mm-hmm. But I liked when they announced how um, he was nominated. 
got emotional and he cried and he, he spoke about how his hard work. And I feel like that was so genuine because artists nowadays don't have that spirit. They that don't. He's just happy to be here. Yeah. And I love that about him. And I feel like that was genuine. And I feel like whoever's like in the committee is going to see that. And his music speaks for himself. He's not out here doing publicity stunts. And I feel like he's going to win it. The thing is, is that I don't have I don't have a lot of hope. I have hope for Jen- him. I, I have hope for him. I, I do because the the album is amazing. But the thing is, is that we people go for gimmicks. People go for Tyler has is gimmicky as hell. We, but yeah. I feel like that is not rap. I love Tyler Creator but and every, his previous music was rap. How okay? How many times did Cole get snubbed? How many times and did I, he get snubbed? And I feel like with Dreamville, they might give him his Grammy. But I feel like they're gonna make it right and they're gonna give YBN. That you know, that, but that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't, I, I want YBN Corday to win. Me I too. want Dreamville to win. I want all these Those real, real rappers to win. Real people to win. I, I'm not saying Tyler's not real, or whatever. But uh, Twenty One Savage is trash. I'm sorry. But, I'm gonna say that. Or is, Meek, but Meek deserves it too. Meek cause that's a good it. album. Like Meek deserves it. But I'm just saying, like you got a person who is genuinely making music who's talking about real stuff I lost, real issues i lost faith with the grammys rap selection when cardi b won her grammy and that lineup that they had to win that grammy because at the end of the day if anybody should have won that i feel like i'm gonna be right i'm gonna say cardi should have won that out of the people she was up against mm-hmm. but i feel like they didn't put the real best rap of that year to be there of 2018 to be in that nomination so i kind of did lose a little faith but i hope they make it right and they give YBN I've, been losing, I've been losing faith in a lot of these um award shows to right. be honest sometimes so so, so our next <laughs> our next category that we have that they released was best rap song collaboration we have um DJ Khaled and Nipsey Hussle higher. Mm-hmm. We have Little Nas X Panini. Mm-hmm. We have DJ Mustard and um, Rowdy Rich Ballin and Lil Baby and Gunna Drip Too Hard. So I feel like they're gonna give this award to um, Little Nas Lil X Nas just to Panini. be cool. Yeah. Like I feel like uh, these award shows just be doing stuff to be cool. It's like you know the obvious ones. You know what I mean? They do it just to be cool and be hip. But if I'm talking and I was given this award, I would give the award to um, DJ Mustard and Rowdy Rich Ballin. Because mm-hmm. I, I, that is great music at its best. The beat is great. The words is great. The chorus is stick to you like grits. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. <laughs> I put that new 4Gs on. And yeah. G- I gonna get Like, I love that whole, like, cadence of the words, right. the delivery. Rowdy Rich has been hustling for a little while wow, now. Yeah. And I feel like he deserves to get this Grammy. That's like give it to them and if they don't win it which is i really don't see them winning not winning it i would say little baby ain't gonna drip too hard because yeah, that was that's, everywhere that's, i think that's the second runner up that was drip to too, be honest. it was everywhere yeah. on every station but i really hope that um that mustard and um rowdy rich get this because mustard has been putting in the work even with his artist lma he's been putting in this work this yep. year let's reward people who put in the work, work. to be yep. here Yep. So we're gonna move on. We're gonna get into our next thing, which is Tory Lane said that rap is in a horrible place right now, and I kind of agree. Cause it let me is, tell you it's why true. Let me tell you why I agree. He said that he brought up some valid points, and I'm gonna tell you the points I agree with. 
Mm-hmm. The sounds of rap right now is really repetitive. And, and everybody mm-hmm. wants to be a trap trapper rap or a, a vibe rapper. And I feel like rap isn't lyrical no more. And there's no real writers. And I feel like the there's a lot of ghostwriting going on in rap. Yep. And then I feel like nothing is genuine in rap right now. Nope. And that, like Aretha Franklin said, no, Aretha Franklin died. My bad. Like Patti LaBelle said, because I get them mixed up. Uh-huh. Patti LaBelle said that mm-hmm. music in 2019 doesn't have any substance. It doesn't. And, and I feel like they're telling the truth. They are. And but to be honest, then that's that's what got me out of touch recently, especially this year and last year. It's kind of like, yeah, I would know, you know, all about music and stuff like that. But at the same time, like there's everybody sounds the same you have SZA how many people came after SZA yo SZA opened that door cause right? Summer Walker came through her done stole her whole look and came mm-hmm. through then you had um mm-hmm. Jan- not Janae it's some more Queen had a little SZA moment but I feel like Queen is her own R&B mm-hmm. but a lot of them stole SZA you swag you see what I'm talking about and w- uh, that's how I feel with A Boogie exactly. a lot of them came out A Boogie in mm-hmm. Lil TJ is Lil A Boogie Jr and that's why I'm that, this is they from the same place too this is what I'm saying about it. It's like you have one no, good no, person no, 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 no. that comes out and then you create a whole bunch of other people that's just like that one person. Everybody wanna be successful. Drake. Everybody wanna be everybody wanna be Wayne now. Everybody got dreads and doing Facts. a voice. And it's annoying. It's annoying. It's starting to get annoying. And no, it's no, oversaturated no, 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 no. completely. It's hard for me to find good artists now. That's the problem. And that's I always fact. find good artists. That's a fact. Like no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going to be doing that all day. Like, no, 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 no. no, no, no. no. I'm being a Chinese restaurant. Like, can I get some egg roll? <laughs> can I get my egg roll with my french fries? <laughs> Let me get a chicken wing with some pork rice. No, 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 no. All right. So then, mm-hmm. basically, I agree with what, what Tory Lane said. And I feel like Tory Lane's, he puts out good music enough to say this. A lot of people was mad that the message came from him. But I feel like he releases good enough music to have this opinion. Right. But we're going to get into my next segment, one of my last segments of the day. And I call this segment Weirdo of the Week. And basically, we just say somebody who's been being weird or just weird of the week. It's a new weirdo every week. Weirdo. Week. Oh, my God. And there has been a lot of people this week that has been weird. And I'm going to say some runners up for Weirdo of the Week. And one of the runners up that we have is Lonnie Love. Lately, you've been being weird with your big ass. I'm going to say you've been doing some weird shit lately, and I don't like it. Uh, Another weird of the week I'm going to give to DJ Envy because he's always looking weird, and he's always doing weird stuff. <laughs> I'm going to say another weirdo of the week that we could give. It's just a, um April and Fizz. Y'all just weird, too. Yeah. A- April, especially. April. No, Fizz is more weird than April. You sure? I'm sure. But we're going to give our winner. She deserves this. She is the weirdest of them all. No. Summer Walker. You are the weirdo of the week this week. I'm going to tell you why. So she canceled her tour, her first ever tour. Yeah. She canceled it because she said that she has social anxiety. She needs therapy. But she's posting new pictures of herself. She's posting her stripping on stripper poles. She's posting twerking videos. And I don't think the two go hand in hand. Then she's posting um, videos dancing on giving her man a lap dance. And then I feel like she wants to be famous without doing the work. Okay. She, she just wants all of the glory and all of the praise, but she don't want to put in that work. Mm-hmm. Another reason she is winning Weirdo of the Week is because she having poor interactions with fans at meet and greets. Like, she's 
sitting with them for two seconds after they're paying 200 and change. Nope, I don't want to hear no excuses. Our fans are paying $280. You cannot say hello and talk to them for longer than two minutes. And you're standing five feet away from them. And then... She another reason why I gotta go down my list. Right. She is answering yeah. phones on stage while performing, looking at her text messages. She's not even giving the. She's wow. vocally not there. I seen our fans post two videos. She's vocally not there. She's not giving the vocals in her songs, and she's not even performing as equal as her music is in the pre-recorded tracks. And she's just giving horrible vocals. And at the end of the day, I feel like there's more to this story. No, it's no more. I feel like you guys are keep there making. I know. Excuses for her. Okay, excuses. okay, okay. The, the thing is, is that I understand where the whole anxiety thing comes from. But the thing is, is that, like I said, like you need a good media trainer. You need a good person to give you the image that you need or whatever. Right. Boom. Get help. Get therapy. Keep going and stick through it. But my thing is, is that is there something behind the scenes that's going on for you to be acting like this? Is there like something bad happening? No. Like, I don't know. Let me say I don't this. Know. I am an introverted extrovert. I like to be by myself. I like to be. I, I will hide myself in the house for years. If I don't have to go outside, I won't go right. outside. Yeah, I'm the same but way. when it's time for me to perform and it's time for me to do what I got to do, right. I do it. Yep. No holes bar. If I have to work, I'm at work and I'm going to be personable. Right. I'm going to, you're going to, you will never mm-hmm. know that I'm an introvert by how I act when it's time to, time to do what I got to do. Mm-hmm. It's no excuses to be made for this girl. I feel like she wants the fame without doing the work and she's just being weird and i feel like she's even trolling you guys because even when she took the picture at the soul train awards standing like she's at a 10 hut like a 10 shunt she was still just being weird and i feel like the social anxiety is her way of copping out of what she, she also said that she hated touring she hates it she but that's how you make like your it. money though yeah but she just doesn't like it no but i feel like you have to give back if People are buying your album, which I purchased her album. I feel like it's a great album. People are buying your album. You have to share that art with these people now. They, yeah. They're supporting you. They're helping you feed your family. Yeah. The least you could do is get up there for an hour. Concerts right. are like an hour. The main performance is like an hour. She doesn't even have an hour worth of music. So sing the fucking song. You <laughs> no do, word. Yeah. Stop being difficult and stop being weird. Like, be weird, but just do what you got to do and be weird. <laughs> And that is why you are Riddle of the Week, <laughs> Summer Walker. And now we're going to get into our last, our final segment, which is called MVP of the Week. You don't have to agree with me. You can pick your own MVP of the Week if you have one. But my MVP of the Week is when you award somebody for just doing great, being outstanding, just being the person of the week that did what they had to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give my MVP of the Week to no other than Marion of yeah. B2K for being... And not caring about the foolishness of April and Fizz not falling into no traps of these blogs, not answering these trick questions. Um, Marion just doesn't care. He just wants to make his music, feed his children, be with his family. And um, Marion has announced that he's going on tour without B2K. And J Bug and the rest of them are mad. I would go to that concert. And I would go and support Amarion just for the simple fact that he's unbothered, okay? Make your money. Yes. Do your thing, man. Congratulations to Amarion. And it's about time you separate yourself from them toxic people. I don't like nobody else in um, B2K other than Omarion and Raz B. I used to, yeah, I used to love Raz B a lot. I, I like Raz like B. Him. I feel like they put him through I, some stuff. Yeah, like I don't know what's happening. Throughout the years, I was like, Dang. but he got himself together now, and I yeah. like Raz B and I like Omarion. Yep. The other two can go. Yep. J Book is all about his money, and it seems like 
to a toxic level of all about the money. And Fizz is just an asshole at this point. Fizz is all about the money too. He's just on love and hip hop. No, He's Fizz. Secure. Fizz, I, I would never sleep with my friends. Like, I would never like, either. That's trash. That's trash. Shit. Yeah. And we have reached the end of my tenth episode. This is a very special episode to me, guys, because. I come from a place where a lot of people don't do what they dream to do and I'm chasing my dreams I'm creating my own lane because there's not a lot of spaces for people in radio especially black men and black women in radio and basically I'm gonna let you guys know where you guys can follow me you guys can follow me at underscore Rashamel on Instagram that is underscore R-A-S-H-A-M-E-L you guys can follow me on Facebook at Alize Rashamel. And you guys can follow my show page at ZTV. That is spelled Z-E underscore TV on Instagram. And you guys also can follow my co-host of today, Sophia, on Instagram at... Chill underscore fam underscore relax. That is so you. That is. is so you right it there. It is. It is. I just... I hate you for that. <laughs> it just is. Like... But you guys can follow Sophia's crazy self. <laughs> and you guys can follow me. If you like what you heard, you can come back. I do this every week, guys. Every Monday. It should be out by Wednesday. And I'm so glad that you guys chilled with me. And yeah. Enjoy the show, guys. Thank you. Peace out.